Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Leo? Yes, I can. Uh, Thank you, guys. Today is uh, March 12th, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio NBC does conduct Zoom calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this uh, Zoom session, you can raise your hand. We'll ask questions. For those people who are listening to this in the other media, not live, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. It's a free Zoom conference that you can attend every single day and ask immigration questions. For those people who raise their hands, we will uh, we'll take up their uh, questions. Leo? Yes, Anshul? Yes, hi. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, hi, Rahul. Yes, Anshul. First, uh, yeah, this is a very noble thing you guys do. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll jump right into the question, Rahul. Uh, so I was, my company was recently acquired and I became part of a reduction in force because of that. Um, mm-hmm. So and my, today is my last day in my current job, but I actually fortunately have a job offer in hand and I'm on H-1B mm-hmm. visa uh, with an I-40 mm-hmm. approved so I can go on as long as possible. Given the current delays in processing, what is the best course of action to go for um, should I try and apply for H4 alongside an H1 transfer petition? Wait, wait, wait. A wait. couple other so questions. You, you, so yeah. you have an offer mm-hmm. right now, employment. And when is your current yeah. H1B I-94 expiring? It's expiring next year in December, so 22 December. So you have 60 days. You don't have to get the receipt notice in your hand after the company files the application for you to start working. You can work based on the FedEx tracking number. We're going to release a video pretty soon on that, how you can work, how you can comply with the I-9 requirements with the FedEx tracking. Watch our YouTube on that. But you can, with the FedEx tracking number, you can start working on it. You don't have to receive the receipt number at all. Okay. What I was told was, because today is my last day of employment with the current company, they will revoke the H-1B. So this Mm -hmm. is going to have to be a new H-1B petition. Is that not correct? I don't know what the meaning of new is. Are you speaking about new means you're going to go to the lottery? No, they said what the lawyers, the Fragoman lawyers told us is it's going to be a new petition, which means you have to wait for it to be approved before you can work. It's not, not considered a transfer. Not, n- no, that is, there is a miscommunication between you and Fragoman. Fragoman will not tell that one. Um, the okay. R, there is some miscommunication about what visa status you are in. You're in H-1B. You are legally entitled for a 60 days of uh, gap period between joining a company B. There is no requirement that you have to join immediately. 
So you can have okay. and then, another H-1B filed within 60 days. Based on the FedEx tracking number, you can start working with the company. Perfect. Thank you. So I appreciate that. Real quick, do we need to do another LCA for this? The new company. Every okay, company that is the previous H- LCA? No. Remember, you're joining a new company. Previous LCA is done by which company? Not your company. It's done by different company. The new company has to file an LCA for you. What I'm hearing is the wage determination is taking anywhere from three to four months. Is that, that, is that what you guys... That, no, 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 no. There is prevailing wage determination for the POM, green card application, is actually taking five months. But for the prevailing wage for the LCA, though, it takes 10 seconds. You just go online and look at it. Well, you know, for me, it. Uh, it may take 15 minutes. For my legal assistant who does it, and she's very smart, <laughs> Anita Sharma, she does it in like three, two seconds. That's it. Perfect. Okay. One last okay. one, and then I promise I'll give it to the next one. Um, I have an I-140 approved, which is mm-hmm. uh, EB2, uh, November of 2015. And mm-hmm. my wife, who is on a separate H-1B, has a separate I-140 approved, which is January of 2020, so five years after my priority date. When I move to the next company, Am I able to move her priority date to mine with, rather than get my you, new company to apply another I-140? Uh, if you want to eventually get the green card, though, the new company has to file a labor and I-140 for you. And they have to port. Why would you like? You can't port her date to you. You can port your own date to, you, to the new company, though. Okay. So if I... If I, if the new company, the challenge here is the new, I've not asked the new company to port my I-140. I just, you know, it's, I don't want to put too much in front of them in terms of uh, making so the Anshul, offer. So, Anshul, 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 it may be better for you to strategize these things by discussing, maybe make an appointment with me. We'll discuss with you and your wife. I think so there are a lot of fundamental things that you may have a little bit, not a proper understanding on the things. But I think so you are in much better situated than most of the other people that who lost the job. One, you have an I-140 approved in 2015 priority date. Two, you have a job offer. Three, you have an alternative to file a H-4 plus EAD option. You have all the worldly options that are available for you. You're in much better situation than what you're thinking though. But I'll go to the next caller as you promised that, you know, let's give time to the other people. No, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Vijaya? Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Um, am I audible? Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, Rahul, my situation is like, um, last, uh, um, AOS applicant, uh, in, uh, uh, November, we have submitted through the EB3 downgrade and mm-hmm. November 10th, they have submitted and 23, I got all approvals for I-131-765. And EB, That's good. even, uh, EAD cards also I received from within two weeks. But now the you. question is my biometric also completed and uh, receipt number also I received. The question is for that my downgrade I-140 application. I haven't mm-hmm. received the receipt number. And uh, mm-hmm. two days back, my attorney sent that I'm following up and then they sent that is the receipt number. When I saw that receipt number, they, in the status it is updated as for the RFIE request mm-hmm. for initial evidence. But mm-hmm. the question is like uh, they sent that request on November 23rd itself. Mm-hmm. And now my attorney is saying that they didn't receive this RFIE. 
and now in mm-hmm. the side saying that by december 8th if uh, rfi well, yeah, not, yeah 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 there, 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 there right? are one one is there are many exceptions with the covid you have extra 60 days to respond to that one second thing is that if the company if the lawyer has raised a service request the deadline is not over until the lawyer receives the rfi rfi okay so uh, am i not worried and i'm okay and i don't i don't i don't know i don't know if your company's lawyer has issue raised a service request or not if he did you're in better position that they part you missed out to me they contact they said like they are going to contact uh, yesterday they said they are going to contact yesterday yeah if they have raised a service request you're in good shape that's all i can tell you okay even though beyond that december 8th you are saying it is okay I don't know about December eighth. Like December eighth, they mentioned in the site. Of, yeah, uh, you have you, to. Reach. You may. Uh, yeah, if it is December eighth and they have not raised a service request within sixty days after December eighth, you may be in trouble. I'm not telling you are in trouble. I said you may be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Let's go to the next call. Right now, the best thing is to raise a service request. Nothing else can be done today. You can't go back to one month or two months before. Right now, raise a service request. Let's go to the next caller. Shrinidhi. Hi Rahul, am I audible? Yes, you are. Uh, so I'm on H4 EAD, uh, and my uh, EAD and H4 expires this July. So I have mm-hmm. it till July 2021, and I already had a, uh, have an offer from a well-known Silicon Valley company, but they rescinded my offer because. of the risk that is happening in ead extension so i have already filed for an extension my spouse's h1b is approved but i'm still waiting for my biometrics appointment for both h4 and ead so mm-hmm. i actually want to expedite my h4 biometrics so that the approval would also i got the thing. point i got the yeah. point i got the point what is your question to me uh so how would i uh, make a expedite request to the uscis because they are uh, already um, done a, yeah please go ahead you can contact the congressman mm-hmm. that's not working you can contact the ombudsman online ombudsman okay. the mm-hmm. third thing is you can raise a service request these are the three things you can do um okay. and i would say that 98% of the time these may not work out mm-hmm. we used to have a court litigation system but there are some hiccups in it and we're not filing any court litigation our mm-hmm. office is helping another law firm to file a class action suit which even if you join or not you will be benefactor for that thing but other than these three, three things i don't have any magic wand with me right now that i can tell you to do it okay, okay. so these okay. are the three options right there are three options thank you next okay. person please thank you pranavash pranavash shastri yeah hi am i audible yes you are thank you uh, good afternoon uh, so i had this question i was working for company a previously uh, mm-hmm. i was eligible for eb1 but then i left that mm-hmm. company and joined company b now can mm-hmm. i go back to company a and uh, still claim the eligibility like i was out of us for one year uh, and i satisfied all the international manager and all of those things can i is it still a possibility how long you've been working for this new company it's been one and a half years you know i am not up to date on this one though right now there is a memo that came out that if you did not work for that company 
then there is a provision where you cannot, the new, the old company cannot file an I-140 application. But I have to admit to you that I don't know exactly, is it like you have to work with this if you work for three years with the new company? The interruption was three years or one year. I really, I'm not up to date right now on that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No worries. I still, but at least there may be possibility, right? I can just Google. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you can Google or um, the best person in our office that is very updated on this one is Rebecca Chen. She's the lady that can. Um, and okay. Okay, then. Okay. Thank you. Next person, Thank please. Brian? Hey. You need um, to update. Thank you. Brandon. Hey, am I already yeah. Yes, you are. Hey, uh, thank you for giving this opportunity. I had a question. Uh, I submitted my 485 on June 2019 and my mm-hmm. priority date is December um, 2018. Actually, I am from Nepal. So mm-hmm. I got my EAD and advanced payroll on August 2019 and I got my renewed advanced payroll also. But there mm-hmm. is zero action. It's in Texas Service Center and there is a zero action on my case. It's been already 20 months. So is this normal, do you think? 20 months. According to the online system, what mm-hmm. they are telling is that it is actually about four years by the time they give you the green card. You already got an EAD approval, is right? Yes, I already got my yeah. EAD, but yeah, not- but the- there is nothing, there is nothing you can do right now. You just have to keep on holding on. Okay. And one last question. So since I, I'm having my advanced payroll on my hand, I'm planning to go for H1B stamping. This is my first time stamping in Nepal. So do you mm-hmm. see any risks going for a stamping having? Why, you have, you have your I-140 approval, is it right? Yes. You're married, is it right? No, I'm single. Ah, okay. Um, no, I mean, I don't see much risk in it. The only thing is that if any chance you don't get the stamping, you'll have to come back and advance for all. Right. That's so, all. okay. So there won't be any issue, right? I mean, even they, didn't give me very very rarely they will uh revoke your advance parole i'll be very surprised if they do it though by any chance you get the h1b rejection um Mm -hmm. you have to come back and advance parole i i i understand why you are getting the h1b maybe you want to get h4 is that right right yeah that that makes sense if you are if you're already married i would say why are you getting this h1b you don't need it but (laughs) i understand why you're getting it um and it's worth taking the risk, especially once you have an advanced parole in your hand. Okay. So for green card, I still have to wait, right? Even my priority date is current and then there is a visa bulletin came for April. It's still so it's, 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 there's something called visa bulletin. There is also something called, uh, the processing time. Like for example, mm-hmm. H1B, there is no visa bulletin, right? They're supposed to approve, but they go with the processing right. time. How much long it's taking to take? There's no premium processing for 485. So you, the processing time online says anywhere between 15 months to 46 months. So 30 depends months on the officer. 30, okay, employment. let's take it yeah. 30 months. Yeah, yeah. Let's take it. That depends on which service center it is. But if it's 30 months, you're only 20 months. So you'll have to wait. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Harish. Harish Gaur. Harish, you have a question for me. Suman? Hi, uh, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, Suman. Hi, I, I'm calling from India. Uh, 
uh, i have a query regarding uh, hrb cap exempt uh, candidate eligibility criteria uh, mm-hmm. i had an approved petition from june 2013 to september 2015 uh, i came mm-hmm. to on site from tcs uh, i was in us from uh, june 2013 to june 2015 so i came back on to H1. india on h1b visa yeah i came back to india on uh, june 2015 and uh, i did not go back to us i just want to know uh, if there's a possibility to use my remaining four years of uh, uh, period absolutely you can absolutely you you can there are two ways two ways you you are exempt from the h1b number one is you got the passport stamping you are or you are here in united states on a h1b on a h1b on a 984 both are met you don't need both you only need one so you absolutely on good shape you don't have any problem there Uh, but i heard i have seen uh, in some of the blogs stating i have some of the blogs saying that oh within yeah, six only years. remaining no sir that ah, is yeah. wrong i was about to address that there is no six year limit so you I, have I a six came... year limit you have a six year yeah. limit but your previous h1b does not have to be within six years you ask me a question can i use the remaining six years of that yes only remaining six years you can't use you can't come here and claim the entire six years only the remaining period obviously you can file a labor and i140 and get the extended you know that so i have uh, four years left now because i was in us on uh, whatever uh, the time two. i'm sorry about the timing okay. but whatever is the leftover timing you can take it so there is no six years and i mean within the six years i have to use kind of there is no such rule right because no sir you can you... use any time before you die oh okay 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 thank you. and what are the chances of approval with cap exempt candidate in this case is it fine to go with that or i have to go with lottery to take a chance it, it is a law i haven't seen okay. any denial whatsoever at all so okay. if you're asking about the specialty occupation denial whether or not the position um, whether or not position exists and certain other things you have a equal chance just like anybody else but if you are going to ask me will they deny because you should they, will they tell you to go in the lottery absolutely no because i was okay. in us 6 years back right that's why i had you a doubt told, whether i have you to told think. me many times you oh, told sorry. me many times i told you that you can use it in your lifetime before you die next person oh, okay please. thank you thank you so much thank i you. hope that Surya. will never occur surya prakash hi hi rahul can you hear me yes sir yes i can yeah yeah so currently i am on an h1b so i am going to complete my uh, visa by october 2021 Uh, mm-hmm. so currently my uh, employer has filed uh, labor and uh, i think waiting for privileging visas approval so before well he didn't apply for the labor though you said oh, he okay. applied for the privileging visa okay yeah so that's a yeah. difference so, okay yeah so currently waiting for that approval so before my uh, visa expires uh, if i'm not going to get uh, this approval so like uh, labor 140 and all if i have to go back to india and uh, once i go back to india if all this get approvals can i use my old h1 or i need to go for a new one so the question is that if you go to india then the i140 approval comes in can you come back on the h1b that's your question is right yes, without yes, subject yes. to quota yeah leave one week period out of the six years okay for me okay could it rahul's name i'm going to leave one week before okay <laughs> then then once the i140 is approved your company can file the labor uh, sorry 
once I-140 is approved, you can come here on H-1B without any problem. Oh, okay, cool. So even uh, if my privileging wages or labor is also not approved, also I, I can use the same, right? When you say labor is not approved, explain it to me. Perm. So my perm. So how how would you be eligible for the seventh year if your perm is not approved? In what basis are you thinking? So no, no. After I step out of the US, if my perm is uh-huh. approved, then. Then I can use my old H1 only, right? No, after the I-140 is approved, not perm is approved. Uh, yeah, that's what, like, after perm is approved, then they will go for 140. In all the cases, so they can go for... It's, it's I-140 approval, okay. not the perm approval. Perm is an essential to get the I-140 approval. So let's speak oh, okay. the language straightly, Surya Prakash, that it's uh-huh. going to be I-140 approval. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, my final question, sorry. So, if perm is also not approved by the time I leave country... If the perm is not approved, I-140 is not approved. No, no, no. So, after I leave US also, the my perm can be approved, right? They, they oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. After you yeah. leave also, the perm can be approved. After you leave also, the I-140 can be approved. Oh, okay. But okay. Be, 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 be cautious though that you need to be in good terms with this company. And I don't know how long you worked for this company, but you neglected green card all along for five and a half years. Now you're coming and wasting your time on this conference call. So be very careful with this company, though. You yeah, you sure. don't have much option. You better be in good terms with this company. Next person, please. Yeah, thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a quick question uh, regarding the same uh, situation discussed, mm-hmm. uh, but slightly different. So my husband is on H1B working in Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering if he can move to Canada and work for this employer from Canada. And if he drives down to uh, the office for the minimum number of days needed to maintain the H1B, is it okay? And um, I mean, first is and, first is what is what is the status of him in Canada? Is he a Canadian green card? He holder? has a PR. He has a PR. Yeah, he can he can do so. He can do so. Nothing wrong with it. Um, Nothing wrong with it. And they can, and then the, the perm and I one forty can be continued while he's that can be that. continued. Perm and I one forty, even if you're. He's, even if he is on the payroll of different, even if he is in Canada, the permanent I-140 can continue, just like the way the previous guy has. Permanent I-140 can continue at any point of time. Uh, and do you know the minimum number of days uh, he needs to work from the office? to? There is, there is nothing like minimum number of days. The only thing is that whenever you are coming at the port of entry, the officer will look into, do you actually have a job in United States as described in the H-1B petition or do you have a job in Canada? That's the one they have to determine every time though. So I normally recommend that, you know, if you're at least out of three months, they should be here at least one month. Okay. Uh, Next person, please. Okay, got it. Thank you. Awesome. Hello, Rahul Garu. Um, so this is regarding my... I-140 and H-1B extension. Mm-hmm. I have moved from company A to B and I-140 mm-hmm. was with the company A before, but I was not uh, with the company for six months. So they have revoked my I-140. 
So now the company did they, my... did they revoked it after it's been approved for more than 180 days or before? No, before that. I know before. you told me. I know you told me. Okay, I know you told me you did not stay with them until 180 days. Now you're telling me that they have revoked it before 180 days. Okay, I got yes. the point. Okay, so now company B has processed my GC and the form is mm-hmm. still pending with USCIS for more than seven months. Mm-hmm. And also, I, have, I will be reaching cap limit for uh, uh, maybe in this uh, August 2021. Yike. Uh, yeah, also, my H1B is all, already started and almost in the tail end, and they are going to file it in the next week. So my current attorney says that we can apply for uh, three extensions based on the previous I-140 revoked one. So I, I would like to know like what will be my chances here for approving it. Very rare. When is your six years ending though? You said October is right? Uh, August end. This August end. August end of, uh, yeah, very rare. I, you don't have a basis to extend beyond uh, six years though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you'll have to, to add, a, go ahead. You'll have to rely, you will have to rely on the I-140 approval with your current company to extend the H1B beyond six years because the rule regulations have changed. And with a clear terminology on January 17th of 2017, which said very clearly that the I-140 must be approved and must not have been withdrawn within 180 days after it's been approved for its validity. Now, since it's not valid, there's no basis for your extension. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just to add on uh, Rahul Gar, one more question. So my, uh, I mean, just recently my company said like they're not going to sponsor any work visa. So in this current wow. situation, in this current situation, if you are me, if you are you, what will be, what are my options? And First, what, are you married? Are you yes. married? Yes. What's your wife's legal status? Uh, H4. Um, guys, anybody who is listening, I see 98 people are here. Anybody who's listening in the past five callers have the same trouble. They're going to the end of the labor five, six year period and struggling there. If you are, please apply the green card very early. Um, at this point of time, you don't have much options. If your company is not willing to file the H1B, uh, you'll have to move outside the country and then try to see if you can move to Canada. That's one of the options that I will be looking forward for. And then try to see if you can find a company that is in Canada and USA. And then maybe while you are in Canada, they will file a labor and I-140 and leave one week period. Remember, leave one week period. That's Raul's time. Out of the six, uh, out of the, uh, out of the, uh, out of the six years, leave one week period for me. That's for me. Then what you do is that you get the labor and I-140 approval. You resurrect the H-1B. You got my point? Uh, no, Rahul I, I, I just understand, like, you want me to go back to, uh, I mean, go to Canada and then file for uh, the extension, right? I mean. For, file for the labor and I-140. Right, yeah, okay. And once that is approved, you are leaving one week of the six years. Remember, remember it's expiring in August of 2021. You leave one week for me. So you leave the country. And then afterwards, once the labor and I-140 is approved with any company, you come back. And uh, you come back without subject to H-1B cap. That would be ideal because otherwise, if you want to go in the H-1B cap, you know the whole lottery system, especially when you're outside the country, that becomes very tough nowadays. Next person, please. 
राहुल Hi Rahul, thanks for taking my call. So, uh, my previous employment terminated on December thirty first, and I mm-hmm. joined a new company on March first. So, uh, does this sixty uh, days grace period work for me, or uh, will I be out of status? Well, February has twenty eight days, is right? Yeah. Okay. No. So, and okay, the other ah, question is, ah, I'm getting better in maths. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so. Uh, actually, my H1 got approved on uh, second week of Feb, but uh, due to some personal issues, I have joined on March first, and uh, have I haven't uh, informed it to USCIS or my current employer about uh, my previous employment termination. Uh, I mean, do I need to explain the gap in future? I, I think so. I think so. You're fine. Don't panic right now for that period of time. You're fine. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, you 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 can claim two sixty day period. But anyway, you're, you 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 still are coming within the sixty day period, so I I won't be worried for you at all. Okay. Next person, please. Amrit. We're going to take uh, we're going to take the next three caller guys. I started a little bit late, so I'll compensate for it. But hi Rahul, uh, hi Rahul, Amrit here. Thanks for taking this call. So I have a I one forty approved. My priority date is March of twenty thirteen, and uh, mm-hmm. so had I been on uh, EB three, I mean I'm an EB two category. Had I been on EB3 category, I would have got a 485 uh, application opportunity. So, do you think I can downgrade now? Well, you were already on EB3. I don't. How do you determine that? It's why did not you file the adjustment of status in October and November of 2020? No, I'm in EB2. I uh, I'm in EB2. Well, let me let me tell you one thing. I explain the EB2 and EB3 like this. EB2 is a billionaire. EB3 is a millionaire. I repeat again, EB2 is a billionaire like Elon Musk. Okay, EB3 uh-huh. is a millionaire. Now the okay. question is, you, if you declare yourself to be a billionaire, are you a millionaire too? Damn yeah. yes. Okay, so you you mean I can apply for 485? You could have applied for it five in two thousand in two thousand twenty when the prior dates were current. They just need to fill one other application called I one forty and should have filed the four eight five application. So why why not now? Why can I do it now? Because the the filing the the priority date is not current right now. It was current in October and November. But but EB three priority date is uh, up until uh, January twenty fourteen now, right? That is right, but USCIS is not accepting the file filing dates. They're only accepting the final action dates. Okay. Hello. So, yeah. So 
what you're saying is I need to stay on EB2 and wait out until the... I, you, I, first, you need to explain to me why you did not file the adjustment of status in October and November and December. Well, actually, I was in India. I was out of employment. I was uh, ah, ready okay. to come back. Okay, that makes sense, all what you're speaking about. Okay. Well, th- th- that is first thing that I need to, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, technically, I would not file a downgrade application when the priority date, when they will allow us to file the adjustment of status. That's when I will do the downgrade application, file the adjustment of status. Okay, so I watched the bulletin uh, uh, for the upcoming right. bulletin. But, 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 but when you watch the bulletin, there are two bulletins that you need to watch. Once you watch the bulletin, there is a link for the USCIS. You go to the link for the USCIS bulletin, and from mm-hmm. there, you will ask whether or not it's going to be there or not. Okay, it's a little bit confusing there, but you can always come to our conference call. We'll tell you which dates are there. For the month of March, it is going to be final action dates. For the month of April, though, we just got it today. The USCIS has not updated, unless somebody corrects me. Um, the USCIS will publish a chart next week whether they're going to accept the final action dates or filing dates. Most probably they won't. It normally happens only in the month of October, November, and December. Okay? Um, okay. I'll take the next caller, guys. Srinivas. Srinivas. Yeah, hello. Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Hey. Yeah, actually, I downgraded my application EB3 in October. And I got receipts in February. Uh Uh, I have a stamped visa in my passport. So can I travel India in April? You can. But one thing is that your advance parole will be denied. Even if your advance parole is approved, I do not want you to rely on the advance parole. Okay. Still, I have a like valid passport in uh, like stamping. In you passport. told me that. You told you told me that. You told me okay. that. Otherwise, I would not have told recommended you to go. You go and come back. Once you come back, apply for advance parole. Even if they approve the advance parole, don't use it. It's not valid. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thanks, Rahul. Thank you. Next caller, please. This will be the last caller, guys. It's about four or five p.m. Uh, the next conference call will be on Monday. At uh, Monday at 3:30 p.m. Central Time. Last caller. This is Ravi. Leo, can you can you can you can you mute Srinivas? Go ahead, Ravi. Yeah, I have um, EB3, uh, Muriel, uh, 114 on in EB3 category, and uh, the uh-huh. problem I'm having is uh, the form is in 2013. But my I-140 okay. has a priority date of 2012. Will that be a major issue? Or do I need to be... No, no, correct? but don't count on it, though. Don't count on 2012. Right to the... So you already filed the adjustment of status, I'm guessing, right? Yes, I did. Okay, make sure that you send a notification to them that your priority date is 2013 and not 2012. And then make sure that they get the point, though. When you go to the officer, if by any chance you go to the interview, make sure you get it. The reason is that I don't want them to approve the green card based on 2012. And then later on, they come back and revoke your green card. Hey, we did a mistake. We're going to revoke you right now. So that's the reason I, I want to make sure that you uh, do an interfiling if you, uh, uh, and then write a letter to them. My priority date is actually 2013. 
not 2012 please make a note in that in there okay so this has to be done by my employer or an attorney can do it on behalf of me an attorney can do on your behalf the attorney that filed the 485 can do it you don't have to go through the employer this is a simple clerical thing though type of you correction you, you so know. not do, doing yes, anything yes. with 140 employer information no 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 nothing to do with that nothing okay. to do with that okay thank you thank you guys for coming in the next uh, zoom session will be on monday thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day Thank you.